Estuna is our special guest for tonight. And, uh, well, say hello to everyone, Estuna. Hello, everyone. Am <laughs> I permitted to call you by your, I guess, actual name? Actual first yeah. name? Okay, Sonia. Because that's e- it's easier to say. It flows off the tongue better than uh, Isuna. <laughs> so, yeah. welcome to the podcast, uh, Sonia. You have now streamed with me at least the one time uh, yes. for Mario Kart. And hopefully we'll be seeing you on the stream more often on Twitch. Um, and you have your own channel, twitch.tv slash Isuna87. Uh, you do art. You do gaming. Most of it seems to be Binding of Isaac right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're cool people already. And I think uh, you've been actually following my streams for a little bit on and off. But we first got to play together for last month's, not this month's, last month's Mario Kart. But yes. when I invited you into my Discord for this month's Mario Kart, and you saw I was making comments about a video game called AI The Somnium Files... I never like I, I I just start talking about some of these games in my Discord just to like let some of the thoughts out, and I don't expect anybody to know what I'm talking about. But then here you come, you're like, oh yeah, man, like this game, oh it's great. So when I finished it and I talked to you a little bit, I was like, that's it. Steve's never going to play it. We're never going to get a podcast about it. So I'm bringing you on. We're going to do a podcast about AI: The Somnium Files. Yeah. To be honest, I actually had no idea about the game itself until it was gifted to me by one of my viewers for my birthday in May. Oh, cool. Um, so it was like an early birthday gift. They gave it to me in, I believe, in April. And uh, I was like, oh, it's made by the same people that did the Zero Time Dilemma series. That sounds awesome. It should be great. And I was not disappointed. It's a good yeah. time. And that's actually where I wanted to start off because the writer director is Kotaro Uchikoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I can actually remember his name, uh, but he is known for Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, Virtue, uh, Virtue's Last Virtue's Reward. Last Reward, and then Zero Time Dilemma was the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, he has done some other things, one of which was recently released. Uh, what was it like? The World's End Club was released for both the um, it was originally Apple Arcade and now it's on Switch, and I think a few other platforms. I haven't gotten around to that. He made that with the Danganronpa writer director. Yes. So he also evidently did a single scenario for one of the Steins Gate games. It turns out, but yeah, he's he's got a bit of a repertoire. But I think most people today know him for that um. The Zero Escape series. So I first played Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors some years ago, like mm-hmm. well after it had already been released. And that's definitely what put him on my map and also made me realize, oh, I actually really like these visual novel type games because I had played Phoenix Wright. I eventually went to play Danganronpa, uh, Shib- uh, 428 Shibuya Scramble. And was like, all right, Spike Soft, visual novel type games, these are my thing. Now, what's your background in that regard? Like, what other games of the genre have you played? Like, you played the Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors and stuff. Yes. I played um, the Nine Hours, the Zero Time Dilemma series. I did not play Danganronpa. I watched the series on YouTube and on Twitch because people have, you know, streamed it. 
Um, but I, I, you know, honestly, whenever I personally have heard of visual novels, I was like, oh, it's just straightforward. It's like, there's nothing exciting about it. There's nothing to guess about it. Or there's nothing that you can be, you know, like entertained beyond what's at face value. Because it just didn't seem that way in things that I've seen before. But after experiencing Zero Time Dilemma series, I was shocked because I am a mystery type person. I like trying to guess who did it, like what's going on before the end. And if I can't guess it, and I'm pleasantly surprised about it, I'm like excited. You know, I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to put my time and put my brain into thinking about, okay, oh, why did this happen? Oh, this happened. Okay, well, shoot, this I would have never guessed it was this person, and so on. Just like in, I don't know, can we talk about um, spoilers in old, those games, since this is more about AI? Um, That's a good question, because I do not know how many of the the listenership has played those games or is interested. And for me, I know, like, I... I liked Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors the best out of the three. I never even finished the third one, actually. I never <sighs> finished Zero Time Dilemma. Um, that one, for some reason, felt weakest, and it's been a while, so I can't really put my finger on why, other than I don't know if I actually liked any of the characters, which is funny because two of them were returning from the second mm-hmm. game. Um, but Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors is my favorite, and I feel like like there were just some things where it's like, okay, I know it's an older game, but at the same time, it's it feels like if someone decides, oh, you know, it's on Steam, I could play it there, or you know what, I still got my 3D. I would highly I recommend. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would. Um, so I think for now we'll hold off on spoilers. So, but I guess the point I'm getting at is you. It will be very difficult for a person playing the game to guess what's going on, and there will be twists and turns, and you will enjoy yourself. Like, I cannot believe how much I enjoyed that game series, and that's why I did not hesitate to play the Somnium Files, because I was like, oh, heck yeah, made made by Chunsoft, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, and I think for my part, like, the first, I think actually the first time I played Nine Hours and In Person Nine Doors, a lot of people were describing it as, like, Oh, it's like Saw the video game because you're in like this trap death room kind of a thing and you got to figure out your way out. And it's like, that's not, that's not wholly accurate in so many ways, but it also (laughs) does kind of set the stage for like some of the darker elements, I guess, because it is like the sort of escape room ish Mm -hmm. challenge. Which I actually really, I actually like escape room type games. I played the room on, on Steam, also on mobile when it was first on mobile. So that's another thing that piqued my interest was like for the Zero Time Dilemma series and in general is like escape room puzzles. I love puzzles. Puzzle games are fantastic. It goes along the lines of trying to figure something out. And if it's not easy for me, it's much more entertaining, much more pleasurable. And some of the puzzles in these games are kind of nuts, especially. I mean, the one thing especially that I think really goes with Kotaro's games is the fact that it feels like he does a lot of reading and research into things Mm -hmm. and he always finds a way to pull them in to the point that there are sometimes you can't figure out like wait a minute is this just being pulled right out of his butt and is not actual like 
science, but it's all this fake mumbo jumbo. And I guess to jump a little bit into um, AI, the Somnium files here, I feel like he actually uses some of that to misdirect his experienced players. So if you have played the Zero Escape series and you think you know what to expect from him, I feel like some of the different routes within this game, he'll mm -hmm. start like planting seeds that you'll be like, oh no, he's getting crazy, isn't he? He's getting really yeah. out there. And then he kind of doesn't. And maybe that yep. itself is kind of a spoiler, but I actually really like that. I like I that think that's idea. A mild, a very mild spoiler. And I know yeah. exactly what branch of the uh, thing you're talking yeah. about. Because that, that, that also was like, so like, just like, wait, wait, is this really happening? Is this a thing? What the hell? And then you're yeah. like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> okay. No, you it, got me. It worked real well. Like, you had me mm -hmm. there. You know, oh, shame yeah, on me. Um, but no, that, that's the thing. Like he, he's got, and I actually feel like this game in particular, for me, it's his best for several reasons. I think one of them is this is probably his game. That's got the best production value and maybe even most money poured into it. Um, then again, it was also not designed with the limitations of like the 3ds or something in mind. It was designed yeah. with. Actually, was it even designed for Vita? I know this came out after the Vita, didn't it? Twenty nineteen. So this would have been designed for consoles, and therefore would not have been held back by any sort of handheld limitations at the time. Um, mm -hmm. Most limitation would have been the Switch, which is certainly powerful enough to handle this game. Yep. So you have the like you have the characters are fully voiced they have fully like full animations in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and even though you have sort of the like a lot of visual novels you'll have the static character illustration but yeah. here it is like the 3d model and sometimes it allows them to showcase the expression the emotion better than if they were just keeping on just the model in the scene especially because you can look anywhere in the scene you want so yeah. by looking around anywhere you want the character model stays on there of who's speaking and such and even then though i think also for my part if you go through his games he, he, he every single one of his games does has something of different routes to them and nine i feel like nine hours nine persons nine doors is the only one you don't have to go through them all um in that game i know my first time i went through and got one ending and you have to play through at least twice, I think it is. Um, but I basically got like two or three endings. It was good. Um, yeah. I didn't have to get every single ending in the game. Whereas Virtue's Last Reward, you have to do every branching mm -hmm. path in order to get to it. And I feel like yeah. with Virtue's Last Reward, it was one of those areas where he's so verbose. Every one of these paths, you got to do these timelines in specific ways that it started to feel a bit more of a drag to me. Like, it's like, oh, this game's longer than it really needs to be. With AI The Somnium Files, I feel like it takes that element and I don't want to say streamlines it, but it's like, okay, we're only going to be as verbose as we need to be. And yeah. we're going to make sure we don't, like, spend too much time on any one branch that, that we need to. So it feels like it's more progression forward 
than where whereas in Virtue's Last Reward, I'd have times where I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm trying to find what I need to do in these different timelines to try these different branches. And I feel like it's taking too long to explore. Um, I will agree in that Virtue's Last Reward that uh, I could see your point in that where you have to go back. And it's as simple as making that different decision because it's like, let's just say it's a yes or no answer, right? Like, yes takes you down one road, right? No yeah. takes you down the other road. So it's like you always have to go at the beginning of these roads, make that opposite decision so that you can, on, on, only when you do that can you progress because then you get the information. It doesn't allow you to, if you do manage to connect those dots, you can't use them ahead of time. You have to go back in order for you to progress and, and, and yeah. virtue's last reward. Whereas in the Somnium files, it kind of, you go back to that decision point. And yeah. even then, a lot of those decision points themselves are sort of puzzle-solving gameplay. It's not mm-hmm. really escape the room. You, you're you solving a puzzle. And because, I guess, it, I mean, it's advertised as part of the gameplay. You're, you're accessing someone's dream, which mm-hmm. means you have this abstracted version of reality, which allows them to play with ideas a lot. And is also part of how they construct a lot of the red herrings, right? Because yeah. you're in this person's dream and you're trying to piece together what's going on, what reality is. But that's also part of what I think makes this game so good is yeah. in hindsight, once you've figured everything out, once you've got yeah, that final you ending, <laughs> everything makes sense. You understand how it all Complete works. Sense. Because there, once we get to the part in which we can discuss it further, there is such an obvious thing where you're just like, "What the? What is okay. going on? Like, what is? Yeah, like, what am I looking this at? Isn't even, yeah, this isn't even possible. She was <laughs> like, something's, you know, like, oh my god, like, and then this makes no sense. How old would she be? And, or this character would be, or he would be, and like this, like, wait, why do I see this? And then you're just like, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I, I think actually that's part of, I was really excited when you, when you were, when you had played the game mm-hmm. and were making comments in my Discord because then I started, as I got closer and closer to the end, I'd just send you DMs on Discord and be like, oh, snap, I think this is happening. Oh, snap, I think this is the solution. And I'll uh, just be laughing most maniacally. Them, most of them were off, I think. I think some <laughs> of them were along the right track, but most yeah. of them were like way off in parts. But no, and, I feel like there's just a lot of good stuff. And I think the downside is this game didn't actually sell too well from my understanding. Like it only sold a couple or a few hundred thousand units, which I mean, I don't know, like for some company, I think for Spike Chunsoft, if you can sell 500,000 units worldwide, that is a success Mm -hmm. for them. But I don't even know if this got that many. Um, and it's a real shame because, as I said, it's like this is the best thing I think that this guy's done so far that I've played. But then they just announced that there is a sequel coming out. Yeah. And on one hand, the trailer for it is spoilers. And then on the other it hand, is. it's not. It's weird. And these questions need to be answered because it's so many questions you need to ask for that, that trailer in itself. I'm like, first of all. but no it's 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 definitely a game that 
if you like these kinds of adventure, uh, well, that's the thing. It's like the visual novel of this type is like the the Japanese variant of the point and click, right? Like we don't yeah. have we, like the the it's like a different deviation. Whereas most of our point and click adventure games are inspired by the Lucas game, um, yeah, Lucas games, Lucas Lucas film games, Lucas games. Yeah, I think it's Lucas. I think it's just Game. Lucas I think it's just Shakespeare games. Yeah, I don't think it's film yeah. games. Um, like that heritage, Tim Schafer, Escape from Monkey Island, all that stuff. Um, yeah, or the Sierra Adventure Games or Mist. Like all these kinds of adventure games, mm-hmm. like had a huge inspiration that would later lead like to the Telltale type. But then on in Japan, you had like the visual novel evolved into again something like Phoenix Wright was like the first big one to really make it over in America. But even when it came to be it the dirty adult games or not, there was tons of visual novel kind of content that was very much where the gameplay was different. Sometimes it is an investigating an area, sometimes it's not. And with AI the Somnium Files, like this is I'm trying to think of other ways how to describe why. because uh, a lot of it's writing so far. And characters is a lot of it. Art is great too. The art, oh, the art I love the art great. style a lot. Like it's, it, there's a distinct visual difference between that and obviously Danganronpa because Danganronpa has its own visual style. Danganronpa is um, a very hot topic ish. If Jonan Vasquez made anime look, yeah, which I think works very well for it. Um, yeah, it's it's not it. I'm it's I for my personal tastes. Of course, it's it's just subjective. Um, I I would put in order of art styles that I've enjoyed for their games is uh AI the Somnium Files art styles number one, then the Zero Time Dilemma series two, and then Danganronpa three. Not to say that Danganronpa is terrible. I'm just you know that's just in, visually for me what I'm attracted to or what my eye finds pleasing colors wise and all that is definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not too far off, because uh, Danganronpa, I like the look of the first game as its own thing, but the further mm-hmm. along it goes, the more and more it seems like, it seems like a challenge to cosplayers, like, let's <laughs> see you dress up as this guy, and yeah. it's like, whereas the first game is just this sort of darker-ish tone mm-hmm. of how people dress, save one goth Lolita girl, which in Japan you will run into, so not yep. very often, not as often as anime will have you think, but it will happen. Um, depending on the neighborhood, but in, um, but yeah, with either Samyam Fuzz, it's, it feels like a type of, and I think this is also part of the thing for me where, you know, I don't watch nearly as much anime anymore. And part of the reason is because everything I want in anime is more happening in video games and either Somnium Files kind of captures that with its character designs, even when they're outrageous, like, um, uh, pewter. Pewter yeah. has this he weird, looks- like, he looks like he belongs in an old sci-fi Pokemon or, or a Pokemon <laughs> gym. Yeah. He's yeah, got this like weird- a rejected Pokemon gym guy. <laughs> it's like this weird, like, sci-fi, like, he should be, mm-hmm. like, he should be tell, he should be helping the people that form Voltron, right? He looks yeah. like he's that kind of a role. And, uh, or he should be like a side character in a reject Gundam ripoff. Yeah. Um, so many things he so, could fit into. Definitely, like, he looks so different compared to every other character every in the other game. Like, oh, like, 
what were they going for? Like, they just wanted to make him outrageous. And, like, and that's even compared to Mama. Like, like Mama oh, looks yeah. normal. Mama just looked like Mama, you know? Like, and then you got Pewter, and he's just like, I don't belong here, but I'm here to stay. I'm like, okay. All right, Pewter. Yeah, Mama. <laughs> mama. That uh, little mama. refrigerator is Mama's little brother. It's like, that's your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep rubbing that bonito thing? Oh my Mom. goodness! Yeah, the, 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 eat the, you up. I think that's. Oh the, I think. I think that's the only thing because I know. Because um, again, like I, I know I have a. I've had people of varying uh, perspectives on things. Listen to some of my content and watch some of my content. So, like, mm-hmm. I will admit, it's like mama and some of the sense of humor. I'm not sure how to land with some people. Um, oh, yeah. I do know I have one, um, wonderful friend, uh, in the United Kingdom that does frequently listen to the podcasts. And for her, it's like, I feel like there's so much about this game that she'd love, but then, especially because I know like she loves the Sherlock Holmes kind of games that they yeah. use. Then it's like, wait a minute, I'm not sure how she'd respond to Mama. I think she'd find the character design for someone like Boss, eye roll worthy kind of a thing. But at the same yeah. time, then, um, oh shoot, how can I forget her name? Uh, best girl, uh, the Mizuki. Um, yeah. Mizuki, on the other hand, is like a fantastic, phenomenal character. Yeah. Um, Fun fact, her name means beautiful moon or water moon, which makes sense considering her hair is blue. Oh, yeah, and her ponytail probably is in the shape of a crescent moon if you really look at it. Yeah, probably so, is. Good, good name, good design. Yep. Um, and that's the thing. As as we were saying, I think before recording, it's like there's a lot of this. Like the first thing that will stand out to anyone when playing this game is the visual of the eye symbol. Like it's mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's it's in every time you dive into the somnium. Somnium. Then yep. you have the character named Iris. Where, mm-hmm. you know, and iris and the eye. And of course, the victims are missing an eye. And and you have a partner. Her name is Iba. Iba, yes. She's AI eyeball. She is a digital eyeball, everything like that. Um, and yeah, it's like there, there's so much of it. And at some, at some point, you're like, okay, is this just a shallow motif? And does it get deeper? Well, it and gets it deeper. Does. <laughs> it does. Because Hitomi, her, her mom... Her name means pupil of the eye. Also, oh. wisdom, intellect, and benevolence and beauty. So it's like, what? What? Oh my goodness. And this is like, they, <laughs> they, they start digging into, and some of this, some of this again is even, um, is misdirection as well because they start digging it a little bit into like egyptian mythology right yes um eye of raw kind of thing which also leads yeah. into the Horus, um, iris Horus. nile yep and then you also have um even her little her little fanny pack thing is bastet the cat the, the cat yep um and you have oh what, a, what other illuminati confirmed the illuminati yes <laughs> the illuminati eye um so it's like there's so much stuff that they're pulling in and i do think that's the interesting well see that that, again that's part of the misdirection and i don't know how much i should get into it but there is some of the stuff in there that's very Mm -hmm. interesting and yet even just saying misdirection it's like i'm now afraid to discuss it more because it's like i basically just told you it's misdirection so it's like oh this stuff that's on my mind so i might have to hold it for spoilers but 
Ota obviously is not a, a, a misdirection because oh, his no. name's Ota and he's a freaking otaku. Like yes, yes, Ota yes, yes. the otaku, like the twenty-four-year-old freaking otaku that looks like he's twelve. <laughs> he looks like he's twelve. I was like, who's this kid? I kind of wanted to punch him just because of his attitude. Then he's twenty-four, and I'm like, ugh. And then he's like yeah. creeping on eighteen-year-old, and I'm like. Yo, you need to step back. And you're getting tutored or you're getting your work reviewed by Mizuki, who's 12, like, boy? Yeah, well, at the very least, we know Mizuki is capable of defending herself from yes. such a guy as Oto. <laughs> or anyone, to be honest. Yes. Um, Power. Oh, man. But no, the the that that is actually the funny thing, though. Is like, there's so many characters, and even him, like, at, at some point you do get a better... Because he's... He's this character that I don't necessarily know if I find despicable. In some ways, yes, but in other ways, it's like he's not a bad guy, right? But no, he's just smarmy. Like he, he just he, well, he's he also just... spoiled. Like that's the that's the awful thing yeah. is when you do dig into his history and yeah. that of his mom. It's his mom that I feel sorry for. Yeah, that that is sad. heartbreaking in a lot of ways. But that's the, and I guess that's another element. It's like so. Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way I could recommend to certain people. Again, that uh, like knowing certain sensibilities out there and stuff, there are going to be some character designs and elements of the humor that you might bounce off of. But mm -hmm. I also think there's a lot of stuff that when you play this game, if you really dig into the different characters. There's a lot of, like, there's going to be characters that you like, and there's going to be corners of the game's world that will touch, like, like really touch your heart kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, especially when it sure. comes to the relationships between the characters. Like, honestly, Date and Mizuki's relationship, yes. I really liked. And um, you know what made that, like, obviously you could tell that he cared about her, but when you go further in the game without spoiling it, like, you can tell, like, she was the best thing that happened to him. Yes. Like, even even though you know who her parents are, which I don't think that's spoilerish, but the fact that he's raising her or taking care of her, he's her, what he's guardian. He called her his roommate. He calls her called, his yeah. roommate. He's her guardian, but they call each <laughs> yeah. other their roommates. Yeah. And I don't know what that's about. I don't think that's ever, like, I guess it's just distancing kind of a uh, thing, but they obviously well, care also, about each other. She's definitely them. wise beyond her years mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, which is like, one of the reasons I she's... hated her mom. <laughs> I hated oh, her mom. Gosh. Yeah, like, the I, more, like, there the was obvious, in. yeah, there's obvious selfishness in the character when you learn about her and just the superficial kind of like, oh, this is her mom, blah, 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 blah. She gave her up, or like, she wanted to keep working, whatever, right? But then when you get, yeah. actually get more information, get deeper, and you're just like, you know what? Let's throw the fuck down, mom. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's such a, this is a really tough game to discuss without spoiling, but <laughs> I guess the, again, like to go back through, it's like most of the game takes place through investigation. Mm -hmm. You'll be analyzing every environment, you know, you, you'll be looking for clues and stuff, kind of like the crime scene investigation of, um, Phoenix Wright, but you don't gather evidence in the same way. It's all kind of just stored in the game, I guess. Yeah, you never, I you don't. You rarely pull it out, but then yeah, you will have some scenes of investigation where you have to figure out okay, what piece of what piece is a clue in this like in this interrogation. What evidence goes with this? Yeah, how yeah. you're going to convince them with 
with evidence that you've found to convince so, them like, hey, I know what you're doing or I know what you did or I know that you're somewhat involved and this is why I know it. So, And that's kind of that, that's actually kind of the sillier part because you can't I don't think you can really fail that part. No, because it just it, basically it, tells you, oh, this is wrong. Yeah, it's basically like, no, try again. That's not enough. That's not enough. You like you're almost there. But not yeah. quite. So on one hand, it's kind of like fake gameplay, but then it's not yeah. because it's like, look, figure it out on your own. We don't want to just tell mm-hmm. you everything. We want you to figure yeah. it out some somewhat on your own. Um, Even but, when you try to, when you do figure it out, it might not be the same damn thing as yep. what you're thinking. <laughs> but to go into more detail into the dream dive, um, mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah, where I think most of the quote unquote gameplay comes in because it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of the puzzle solving. But I the further in you go, it becomes more difficult because you have a time limit, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's quote unquote six minutes. Yeah, it's but, but yeah. it's technically slowed down so long as you're not moving. But then once mm-hmm. you start moving, it starts ticking down, mm-hmm. and certain actions that you can choose to do will tick that down even more. Now, when you choose an action, most of the time you'll have. Uh, this additional boon you can use like okay next mm-hmm. action have the time one third of the time you can activate all these little bonuses want to or... hear one terrible fact about that oh no uh i didn't realize about the boon i didn't realize you can select it so it took me half the game struggling oh, no. to complete somniums because my dumb ass was like oh why can't I do this? Oh, I chose the wrong thing. So obviously oh, this no. is the right thing. I'd have to reload the Somnium instead of using the darn boon that would cut the time in half. And you need or something. it. You need you do, it. Yeah, so after time. half the game, that's when I like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like about halfway through the game is where I started to realize, okay, there are some actions I want mm-hmm. to take so that I can get the boon. And then the next action I do will be like 20 so like i want to take a 10 second action to mm-hmm. get the item that will reduce the 60 second action to 20 second 20 seconds mm-hmm. and therefore only a total of 30 seconds is spent instead of 60 seconds total mm-hmm. it's like this weird calcul mental calculation yeah. and don't forget when you get negative boons oh yeah which right? so let's say you get the 20 second right you're using it to, no, either you're forced to or it, it gives you like oh, okay um, so it forces you to do like, oh, this is going to be a five minute boon if you, if you do this action, you're like, oh, or if it gives you the mystery eye, so it gives you an eye with a question mark, so you don't know what you're going to get. So you hope to God it's a good boon, or it's going to be like, oh, the next action you take, is going to be time six. And you're like, what? Ooh. So if it's 10 seconds, time six, that's, that's your own whole time. So you have to go grab something that's like, oh, I got to grab something that does one second. So then it's 60 seconds. So I only lost a minute as opposed to the whole the whole time in insomnium. So yeah. yeah, like you said, math. Math is important in this. <laughs> and it's definitely definitely towards the very end. I think the very last. Like I think towards the end I was doing most somniums. I might have yeah, that- actually yeah, the last somnium I think I had to do twice over because yeah. it's so Actually, I've only done it three times. It's, it's huge, huge, and you gotta you gotta really know how you're using your time. Yeah, time. like I had to restart it a, a bunch of times. I tried to do it without restarting, and then I was like, no, there's no way I have to restart. And then I realized, oh, okay, this was the way I was supposed to go this way. Okay, that saved me some time. 
And then I go, and then I'm like, oh shit, gonna have to restart again. I went the wrong direction, or yep. I, I went the, the the stupid door, the door was wrong, or something like that, you know? But this I, and this, didn't pick up the right key, didn't use the right item, you know, that kind of thing. But there's still something kind of a, uh, that I appreciate about that sort of, because again, it's, it becomes more than just, you know, okay, making the right choice. Because mm-hmm. even if you, like, you can, by the later point, it's like, even if you know all the correct choices to make, mm-hmm. you can still run out of time or come close to running out of time. So if you instead are like, okay, I know, uh, it's like, I know to take this short BS action, even if it's mm-hmm. an action you already took, it's like, okay, this one won't take, will take me five seconds, mm-hmm. five seconds, get the boon. There you go. Or five, oh, oh, it's five seconds. Let's use the times two on that for 10 seconds and then go use the boon on the actual next step that would otherwise mm-hmm. have been turned from 30 seconds to 60 seconds yep oh so like it that definitely like it, it was a good time it was a good time but also <laughs> oh my god so that some of the times were very frustrating like okay all right go back go back but you didn't give up it was just like all right let's try it again let's go it's, it's there's never been a point in any of the Chunsoft games where you're just like flip it <laughs> no, it's like all right. No, we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing. We need to know what's happening. We need to get to the end. And with and that's another thing too is when I think about it, comparing this to how the Zero Escape games are and how they're much more of an escape of the room. Mm-hmm. This this isn't the same kind of logic puzzle those are, and in part in part because. It's a dream, therefore logic doesn't necessarily play into it. Yeah, no, and not at all. They'll have they'll have scenarios where you know there will be this this action will be the correct answer in one dream, mm-hmm. but then it'll be the completely wrong answer in another dream, yep. or it'll be like two dreams. This is the correct action, but then by the third, it's completely wrong. So it keeps yep. you trying to guess and figure out and think about what feels correct in this situation. Yeah. Um, and again, like th- that's also how the game will change its routes. So you always know to go back to a dream and yeah. early on in most of them, there will be one of two decisions with the exception of one Somnium where it's not obvious. And I think that's also the one area where I did use an FAQ because I wasn't sure I technically knew what I had to do, just did not the order that I needed to do it. We'll talk about uh, that in a little bit. Yeah. But I, I would say, uh, so there's a little mini thing, mini game, I guess you could, or not mini game, but a mini thing like collectibles. In the game. Oh yeah. 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 Those are in there too. I couldn't, I couldn't find like think two or three of them. I never strove to find it. Like, if I could, I'd get them. There's also (laughs) one where I'm not even sure how you were supposed to get it. Um, Because I saw it. It was in plain sight. But it's, like, obstructed in such a way that I had no clue how you were supposed to gain access to it. So, I... But this this isn't the kind of game I'm going to try and platinum trophy. So... uh, (laughs) I didn't bother. No, I just I, the only thing about the collectibles that I enjoyed is when I would go into the book and look at it would be like the um the art, you know. Yeah. So it's like, oh, the design of the characters. There's always the a design of a particular area, that kind of thing. There's always a amusing photo of Iba 
And mm-hmm. then there's concept art for different characters. And exactly. like Iris in particular, I know, had some different variations of her hairstyle and mm-hmm. her um, headset and stuff like that that were interesting. And yeah, so those are interesting. They also, I forgot, do have these sort of quick time event. Oh, yeah. And just about every one of them relies on Iba taking advantage of <laughs> Date's increased reflex reflexes yeah, during three point six times perverted, yeah during perverted <laughs> scenarios. I was like, like seriously, and it worked. It's it a limited worked. edition. It's a limited edition. Oh, wait, this is a cooking magazine. Edition. Yeah, this is a cooking magazine. It doesn't matter. It's a cooking magazine. So That's how they got the other like <laughs> other characters in the game. Like they're like, oh look, there's there's panties, there's bra. Oh there's my goodness! A- oh the mercenaries! Oh yeah, there's a prawn magazine. They're like, <gasps> and I don't know about you, I play these games with Japanese language. <laughs> All of those guys were American. All those guys were American. <laughs> <and> American. <laughs> It's like I don't, I don't know if this is. I don't, I don't know if this tracks over between cultures the same way. I mean, <laughs> like I did not know. I played in English because I was doing it for stream. I did not know. Now I got to replay it in Japanese to hear that difference. I mean, Holy they might have just kept the same voice acting in the English version. Because why change it? It's, they, it's like they probably were just like I don't know. They probably went on to. I don't know, they went somewhere, they're like, hey, you, you an English teacher in Japan? Come here, we got a voice line for you. You can make an extra, like, I don't know, 5,000 yen. Like, oh. <laughs> Let's go. That's Let's funny. Go. That's great. I did not know that. That is a funny as heck. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was, it was was glorious. I loved it. Um, yeah, there, but, there's a lot. It's fantastic. This, this game has so much. It's got, so it's got, obviously, comedy. There's that yes. comedy. You need that comedy, even though it's got some dark material for this. Yeah, it's murder. A, it it's is one of those. Ga- yeah, it's one of those <laughs> games that for because I, I noticed that too. There's a lot of um, players that when it comes to anime, like for some reason, there is this interesting, unique way that anime, video games, Japanese storytellers are able to bounce between absolute ridiculous comedy. And then, like, really dark themes. And I think it makes the dark themes easier to handle because you have the comedy, whereas the comedy helps you care more Mm -hmm. and therefore makes the dark moments hit harder. So it's like this wonderful sort of balance between Mm -hmm. the two. There's definitely – it helps bring out the character's reaction, personality, and through their personality because of their reactions. That's how you can define their personality. Like, Aiba would always – do puns or jokes and and Date would not have it. He'd be like, no. And then he would turn around and do it and she's like, really? Yeah. You're calling my stuff bad and this is what you're giving us? Really? They each have, they have a very specific sense of pun humor each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Iba is different within Somnium than she is out of it. Yeah. So that's- she's definitely more business-like outside of Somnium and more playful and more uh, just freaking like, weird. <laughs> that's the thing. Like your first introduction to her, yeah, she's doing this just... weird dance. And it's like, <laughs> I if, think... I, if I ever find 
I don't know if a clip exists of my reaction to her just... <laughs> I was like, what is this? What's going on? What kind of game is this? I thought you guys were cool. What is this? You know, like, flipping out because I was like... Because she's got, like, that micro mini, like, dress. It looks, so like, a, like, it, it looks like a it looks like a dress straight out of a 60s sci-fi or something. Yeah, like so you're just like, huh? And then she's like squatting and moving and weird, dancing. Bo- and weird like, hand movements and dance with a weird smile on her face. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those moments where it's like, what the yeah. heck am I playing? And then things that you don't like. So uh, going along the lines of things you do and things that you do not expect, like smelling flowers. Let's smell a flower. You bend, you smell a flower. The end. She smells a flower. The pot goes up her nose. Oh gosh, I didn't make, I didn't get that one. I think in the very beginning I had her smell a flower. She's like, I don't I don't smell anything. I'm I'm an AI. I don't know what smelling things smells like. If you make it her do it um again, she's like and he goes, with more power! And she's like, Alright! <laughs> and then it just the pot just goes up her nose like it shrinks and goes up her nose and launches her backwards. And I'm just like, That's not how you smell flowers. This it's also just dream logic. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dream logic. That's okay. a great thing. It's dream logic. So, oh, this one was really imaginative. That's why I'm like really happy that it is getting a sequel. Yeah, and I'm really curious to, to see exactly. I'm curious to see where it goes, and because there was a resolution, so yeah, and what, well, what, also what, there's what there's there's questions that need to be answered given the clear time skip and mm-hmm. the setup I think. for the sequel. So. <laughs> the most obvious things that yes. are like, <laughs> it's like wait a minute, um, how did we get here? So, yeah, like, um. To that end, I think we are ready to go into the spoiler section. I hope for anyone that wants to avoid spoilers, which there's honestly like I I feel like if you've not played the game and you are individual novel type stuff, do yourself the favor and not listen, even though I'm not sure how much it'll do for anyone that's not going to play the game. And there's clearly a lot of people that haven't yet, but Regardless for spoiler talk, we're about to do it. And if you can, please play this game. Um, It deserves more attention, I think. It does. It's definitely got that cult classic feel. Um, Because there's definitely like, I think it's one of those games where those who've played it love it. It might not be a lot, (laughs) but. Um, I mean, even if you look up uh, ratings, I think it never went below an 80 on all of ratings. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, we could check. Actually, yeah, it depends on what you N- NS, 86 out of 100 for Metacritic, PS4, 80 out of 100. Famitsu, which is a Japanese publication, I believe, is 34 out of 40. Oh, GameSpot, yeah. 8 out of 10. Hardcore Gamer, 4.5 out of 5. Nintendo Life, 8 out of 10. Nintendo World Report, 8 out of 10. It's like, and some of those Crazy could be good. because, honestly, the performance might not be great on Switch. Like, there were parts on the PS4 where it chugged. Yeah. So, um... I played on PC, so on Steam, so it was That's all probably good. the best way to there's, do it. Yeah, yeah, there was no issue whatsoever. It was great. But, um... Yeah, as I said, like, give it a roll. And it's probably on sale often enough. So, Steam, Switch, PS4, I think those are all the platforms it's on. Um, add it to a wish list and grab it when it's on sale. Um, so any last words you want to say? 
Uh, I also agree. I heavily and wholeheartedly recommend it. It is fantastic art, fantastic story. Uh, put it on your Steam wish list if you're a PC gamer. It'll go on sale at some point. You know how Steam has many freaking sales all year, so do yep. it. Do it. And it seems like Steam is the one that's most for you with letting the developers just knock their game on sale whenever. So. Yeah, it's, it's more likely to be on sale on Steam than it is on Nintendo, let's be real. <laughs> All right, yep. Uh, well, not necessarily. Nintendo usually has the same developer sales as any other platform. So if it's on sale on PlayStation, it'll be on sale on Switch. Um, but regardless... All right, everyone, that is our non-spoiler be thoughts. Obviously, we've been doing nothing but gushing about the game, even though I'm pretty sure there's flaws we could discuss, but they just are so minor compared to how much yeah. we love it. Nothing so comes to mind, to be honest. We are like, ready. If, if that's insignificant. Yeah. So we are ready for spoiler talk in three, two, one. Close out now if you don't want spoilers. Uh, and yeah, where do we even begin with the actual spoiler talk? I guess some of what I was talking about when it came to the theme concept yes. that could be spoilers, where you get the Egyptian goddess talk and everything, and that had me wondering if that's why we had focus on Iris as an idol. Yeah. Because it's like, um, what was it? I think it was the Caligula Effect Overdose developer and director, who he himself, you know... The, he constructed a game because he's like, you know, normally in the Japanese role-playing game, you go and you kill God. Well, what's God <laughs> to Japanese people today? Oh, in a, Hatsune Miku. So yep. I'm going to make that the the ultimate boss. Only this time, she's going to be sympathetic instead of some awful presence. So it's yeah. like, clearly the effect is its own special game. I uh, would have never thought like obviously she she had uh, look Iris is quirky. Uh, she really loved dancing. Oh, she really <laughs> loved dancing. dancing. Uh, but I would have never thought it was a tuma. Oh <laughs> like, no no no! It's <laughs> like <awesome>. what? <laughs> like that came out of nowhere. And I was just like, like if you follow along her somnium and went along yeah. with her, you know, and it's like oh. Well, that's the thing. If you go along with her, it's like, oh, wait, she's being followed by all these government people. That's yeah. strange. And Ooh, then it's nine. like, Ooh. but at the same time, it's like, man, this is kind of crazy. This is really out yeah. there. It's this like, is all the, it's like, this is like finding a woman dressed in like Egyptian clothing out in the Meanwhile, desert. Like, the game reference that looks like a mixture of Minecraft and. and oh, it's totally and Minecraft. It's called Shovel Forge, right? Yeah, it's like Minecraft. Is the name also, of it's like sort of like Terraria type of look, but there's also Pixel. Was that Pixel game? Pixel? I have it. It's free on. on Terraria Steam. was a side scrolling yeah. Pixel game, yeah. It was similar, it was but. Like, no, Minecraft is definitely the homage yes. here, especially because my favorite yeah. thing is there are no shovels in Shovel Forge. And it's yeah. like, like, what kind of game? Why do you name it Shovel Forge? What is this? Why have you done this? But like, that was crazy. Like, her yeah. dream was the wackiest. No, and that's actually what I, part of what I mean, too, is like they found a lot of ways to play with the different somniums. Like, the one. Yeah. When you're going through the mothers, right? And you're going mm -hmm. through all of these holes in the forest and everything. Mm -hmm. They found different oh, yeah. ways to really make many of them oh. unique. But yeah, the, the Shovel Forge one was definitely the most going unique. Along the most the hilarious. 
it was the most oh. hilarious with all the dancing and yeah. seeing these mercenary guys join in the dance with you. <laughs> um, and the pyramid, right? The, 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 yeah. It's like, you're dancing. Woo, doo, 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 doo. Oh, like, it was great. I um, was like, are we? No. <laughs> what are you doing? And poor Iba. But that's the yeah. thing, too. Like, the one area that I said that I had to look up an FAQ mm-hmm. was because I had already talked to the zombie guy. Mm-hmm. But I never talked to him in the right order. So I looked it up online. Like, what am I supposed to do with this part? And it's like, oh, you talk to the zombie guy. And then you get the item that you can make, right? I didn't realize you picked up a material. even though Yeah, I I didn't realize either. Because, yeah, it's like, oh, you picked it up. But you're kind of like, okay, whatever. You know, like, you can't really do anything, like, for real. Because it's not a game. It's, it's, I mean, it's a game. But it's not the game Shovel Forge. But then it ended up, yeah, you have to craft a freaking material. What the hell? (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, uh, otherwise, it was like, okay, I know what I'm doing then. Um, But that's, that's, like, that was also the one area where you were most, like, they didn't just tell you, you have two routes and it's obvious how Mm -hmm. to disobey. Like, that was actually probably one of the more creative ones. And I really, really appreciated that bit of creativity. And again, it's just the, the, the over, overall humor found in there where you know you have this little voxel iba do a dance and next thing you know like with the power of love you win and then with the power of dance you have these mercenary soldier guys doing the exact same dance moves as she's got which of course will you know what we'll say we'll save the end credits for the end of the podcast yeah um <laughs> should have practiced that dance though <laughs> <laughs> But I will say that uh, that that was her that particular somnium showed the distinct difference in that somnium versus the somnium that you have earlier with her during a different route. Yes, your call, and you're just like, "What the hell is going on? What has this kid seen?" That's the what is, yep yep. And then yep, you're like, is, then when you find out, that makes so much sense. And we can we may as well I guess talk about because yeah. we are in spoilers because Saito Saito was, was there. He was he yes was that, for that particular thing. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. I guess that's where that's actually the real good place to start. Because from the very beginning, because the one thing we didn't cover in the non-spoiler was that Date has this eyeball assistant in his, mm-hmm. which eye was it? Was this his left eye left or right eye? eye. It is his eye. left eye. Yep. And what eye is everybody missing, but was not in the first murders. Like, that's the one thing that, like, Include me in the like all this stuff was, with the uh, original, the, yeah. the original killer, mm-hmm. the new site, the, the original Cyclops killer. They called him. Mm-hmm. It's like the original Cyclops killer. Killers. They were all missing their right eye, mm-hmm. and it happened six years ago. Mm-hmm. Date can't remember beyond six years ago. Yeah, Date's like, missing his left eye. Yep. Nobody's telling Date. And then you have every once in a while, Iba will mention having to plug the uh, chemical into his brain or whatever. Yeah. She's like, oh, your medication maybe needs to be adjusted. I'm like, what medication are you exactly. talking about? It's What's like, what? going on? It's like very, then, early, very early in the beginning. I'm like, was Date the killer? And nobody. Yeah, it, it, it definitely. In that And the way that they laid it out like that made it seem like he was the killer. I'm like, are we the bad guy? Are we the bad guy? Well, I and think that's kind of what he was. <laughs> I think that's kind of genius because yeah, by doing it that way, 
Well, the and then the other clue. What? what? Go ahead. You know, the, the other clue that popped up is when we went with uh, to save Mizuki from Sosejima. And he went to shoot us. And he said, uh, he called us son. And I was like, why is this mofo calling us son? That might have been. Hmm. Wait, wait. We're in his son's body. Saito. Saito is Sosejima's son who went yes. abroad. So, wait. We're Saito, the son that's abroad. Like, so our name's not Date. Wait. And you know, like, it, it threw you for such a, or threw me for such a loop. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is he calling a son? Why is this dude calling a son? Wait, is he saying son because he's old and he's calling a son like this young man? You know? Technically, we're not that young. I might not I think, have, uh, uh, I might not have caught that because that, like, I don't, like, I did, again, I'm playing it in Japanese, so the mm-hmm. voice actor maybe helped give it away in English. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch it because in writing, I can read it how I want, and it might have come off as, like, you know, sunny boy. You know, it yeah, exactly. Like Even in the English, you're like, wait, is he saying me son as in son, like, blood? Or son as in sunny boy, like you said, like, what are you doing there, son? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. Like, it is such a, it was such a clever way that, they give you enough details that you know there's something up with your character. Mm-hmm. And you might have, again, that 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 train of thought like I had, which is, am I the killer and don't know it? And the answer yeah. is yes, and but no. no. <laughs> and that that is kind of genius because yeah. it's intentionally playing off of Firstly, is getting your mind thinking already. It's already getting yeah. you trying to think about possibilities and what's what and who's who, which naturally mm-hmm. also gets you questioning reality within this setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it also puts you in a position because, you know, both Boss and Pewter are hiding something that mm-hmm. you don't necessarily trust either one of them. Perfect kind of misdirection in that regard. Because Boss kept deflecting whenever you would go. Telling me about the original Psychops killings. And he's like, well, there's no point. Like, No point. They're all dead. And it's like. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And you're like, but I'm going to worry about it because is that me? And Peter's like, well, boss said not to tell you. And I know. And it's fine. And you're like, is it fine? Because I don't feel like it's fine. See this stuff happening? I don't think it's fine. You know, so it was it was great. It was perfect because then you're questioning your boss. You're questioning to see if. Are they the bad guy? And of course, you think they're the bad guy at one point anyway because of freaking Saito mofo coming out again with that. So, I guess the biggest spoiler is that the reason why you can only stay six minutes in Somnium, or they recommend that you do not go over, strongly recommend you do not go over six minutes in the Somnium dream investigation, which is... The, actually, you know what? Let me let me because I did pull up one of my PMs to you, mm-hmm. uh, or DMs to you in Discord because I'm sitting there like talking about I'm playing. I'm at this point, you know, I'm at this point, and I, I already know this. Um, yeah, it's like the one the one time you're in the monitor, like you get done with uh, Iris's mom, and Boss and Peter are in present. I'm just like, oh snap, you know. Um, and it's funny because I noticed it before the game character did. Then I'm like sitting there waiting for this whole body swap thing to reveal that Date is not Date. And you just laugh, you know. And you're right. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like their whole body swap. You got to be 
if you're in there for more than six minutes, the consciousness kind of swaps in a way. Yeah. I wasn't enti- – it's still one of those things that I feel like I, I need to go back and be like, okay, let me trace this. Let me figure out if I can find out who is in whose body. At oh, I wrote point. it down. I wrote it down. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did because I was like, wait, okay, let me go through. So 89, also known as Falco, also known as Hayato Yagyu, uh, and Rohan switched bodies as per boss's recommendation because he did not want to assassinate his soon-to-be daughter Iris, adopted daughter Iris, and Hitomi, right? So she's like, well, to stop the, the hit, you, you have to become Rohan. And we have this special machine that can swap your consciousness, you know? So you can be Rohan and make sure that the hit is canceled. So you're like, cool. So you swap bodies. Doesn't work, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, you're able to stop uh, Hitomi from, from getting shot, right? Uh, well, not shot. Killed. She is shot. She's yeah. She loses the functionality of her arm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're able to stop the assassination entirely. So you go to Saito because you, with the memory of Rohan inside your head after the, 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 the accurate or the, the well done yeah. swap, uh, you have all of Rohan's memories and you're like, oh shit, he's one of the original Cyclops killers. I gotta uh, go up to Saito and yeah. find out. Get the evidence, you know, so that yeah. he can get put away too. And Saito figures it out and he tries to. Oh, yeah. To your Real quick. The body swap happens mm-hmm. and. So Saito and then 89 inside Rohan's body swap. So then Saito's in Rohan and 89 is in Saito's body. And now you're Date. So it doesn't happen well, like in the good machine. It happens in. It's like. The in, bad machine, which is. Yeah, bad machine. Saito <laughs> slash Date lose their eye. Mm-hmm. They lose their eyes and they lose their memories because it, since it's not functioning in the, the capacity that it's supposed to and they don't do it properly, they they forget. So uh, Saito and Rohan's body Let me pause right now. So I'm just mm-hmm. trying to make sure. At this point, Rohan's in 89. Mm-hmm. And Saito's in Rohan. They get jailed like that. Well, yeah, Rohan is in jail in 89's body, and Saito is in an insane asylum because he goes to um, court. They find him insane, and in fact, Rohan technically is insane considering he skinned people for pleasure. Yes. Um, so they send and him to an insane asylum. Yep, <laughs> and, and, and because they're so pretty. Um, and then Date, who's found wandering around by boss, she realizes it's not Saito, and she's like, okay, come with me. We're working together. And so now he becomes a member of Abyss. Then, uh, Saito in, uh, Rohan's body, Rohan's body he is in the same asylum, uh, and he remembers who he is, right? And I believe, uh, that's when he, the he finds Shoko. Yeah, Shoko. So Shoko, oh no, he go. Like he, I think he leaves the mental. I don't know how he manages to leave or get some sort of like time out of the mental institution. She, or she visits him in the mental institution. She she visits. I, I think she visits 
No, yeah, she visits Rohan, I think. Yeah, so then he gets because her. That's, that's when they the, swap. And when she's yeah. in Rohan's body is when she suicides and dies. Yeah, she, yeah she's, yeah. And everyone Either thinks she's, it's yeah. Rohan. It's Rohan, exactly. So then he and, Ro- and Shoko's body, for a year, he played the long game. Decided to see what's going on with um, Date. Because and then she plans this time, out. Or he, yeah. In that time, Shoko was already separated from Ryuji? Renju, yes. Renju, Renju, sorry. Yes, they've um, been, they're already separated, um, and Mizuki's already with Date. Date. So he's she, she's observing, because she's had her own shady dealings, because, you know, she's Shoko. And uh, so Saito Shoko then goes to visit 89 Rohan, or Rohan inside 89's body in prison. And that's when Mi- Mizumi, or or no, Hitomi, Hitomi sees, because she went to go visit 89, and uh, she saw, for some reason, Shoko visited, and she's like, I don't know why she visited, but she visited, and that's my classmate, whatever, right? So, Shoko, Saito, or, yeah, Saito Shoko, uh, Body swaps then calls Renju. Renju kills Shoko, Saito Renju Kills Shoko, eats her eyeball, puts her body in the and carousel. From there, it depends on which branch you take. Yes. So okay. Saito, Renju, yeah. Then that can go to. And that's where, yeah. if you follow along with. It's funny, it's like Mizuki Good Ending Path is the one way mm-hmm. I'll put it. Or Mizuki Route, because that's what I feel mm-hmm. like it is. Like, the, there's a left and a right branch. And I think mm-hmm. maybe that's also intentionally a left and a right because of brain, eye, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because left branch is the Mizuki route, where you get mm-hmm. closer to Mizuki, but then I think in every ending, Iris is actually dead. Because at that point, her eye's been plucked out, which means mm-hmm. he had already, because yeah, he, because Renju's also dead in that route. And yep. that means he's already body swapped to Iris. Yep, so, so yep, that's exactly what. So Saito Renji swapped to Iris, Saito Iris swapped to So, Saito So swapped to Boss, Saito Boss. So that's what I'm guessing trying there to figure go. out then. I guess it's Saito inside of Iris if you manage to quote unquote save them. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I always wonder, it's like, why don't we ever like talk to Iris? Why don't we ever do this? Because Iris is no longer Iris. It's Saito nope. in a teen girl's body, and he's probably dealing with some real confusion. <laughs> yeah, and that dream, that insight, like, that was, that, first of all, that is not what I expected to see in a Saito mind inside of a teenage girl's body. She's 18, but she's still a teenager. Um, that dream where it's all like, free the bird, free the frog. And it's like, you can either do the nice thing, or you can kill the things. And I'm just like, this is so weird. What is what is wrong with Iris? I played this over the course of like two, <laughs> a month and a half, two months. So I actually don't know if I remember that one. Like it's some it's of so the, weird. Because I do know, that's the thing though. It's like, that's where, again, when you track back, is one of the earliest. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, ah. Oh. When you first dive into Iris, what do you see? You mm-hmm. see what looks like Iris killing all of the women, or at least yeah. watching or being a part and of it. And then you see a reflection of yourself in one of the glasses, and you're like, wait, is that me? And he never mentions that. Yeah, he's like, he's like, wait, what's going wait, wait, That's weird. There's you know? one and point like, where he, bl- he blinks back to it, but that's where it's like, oh, snap. Like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's when you're like still thinking. Like you start doing more of the iris route and you start piecing mm-hmm. these things together. It's like, oh snap. Yep. But so I think that's if, actually... he, if he doesn't get into Iris, that's when he goes to Rohan number 89 in prison. And that's when he swaps with him and then tries to convince Iris to go with him and all that. So, yeah. Oof. And that's like they got me there. That was that was so convoluted even reading it. And I was like, wait, what did I write down? Because I was yeah. like, I'm going to remember <laughs> this. And I was like, wait, even reading it. I was like, what the hell did I write? <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a minute. I, let, let me let me let me go through this again. Like. The, but the funny thing is it still tracks logically. And that's also like, I, I want, I, oh, this is where I want making of documentaries on more games. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I wish every game had a making of like DVDs have extras, like bonuses. Because yeah. the making of a game like this, I want to know where you start. I want to know where you begin, <laughs> how you piece it out. I want to know like how much time goes into a project like this because I think it's like visual novels are they 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 seem cheaper than your average game, yeah. but plotting this out is so complex. Yeah, and I mean yet- they even in the game they have the um like because a lot of the terminology obviously a not a, not a lot of people would know right. So oxytocin is what your brain produces to for yeah. your, you know to feel happy or pleasure. Not a lot of people would know, and I appreciated that in the game they have a codex for every little thing. Even it's like YOLO. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, YOLO. yeah. YOLO. I love how they have like just random terms like that. Yeah, it's like they'll just yeah, throw stuff, and you'll have a little bit of the designer's own uh, notes in there yeah. as well. Yeah, there's like I wonder if people are gonna hate me after this game or they're gonna yeah. this character. <laughs> but uh, like so that was like that was a weird thing. So Saito had that 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 issue where his brain can't produce oxytocin unless he killed people. Like he can't feel pleasure unless he murdered. So he started like any other murderer, right? Small children, like not small children, small animals. And then when he was older, not like an adult, but I think what was how old is he when he killed um uh Monica? 12, 14. He was young. Yeah, he was young. He was real young. He might have been Mizuki's uh, age actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it was so confusing when you saw that small body, and I'm just like, wait, was it Iris? You know, but yeah. it wasn't. Oh no, um, no, because no, the time was still not right for that. Yeah, so it's like I was like, how old was she? No, that's no way. There's no way. Um, but then Iris, who is a half sister of so uh Saito, the daughter of So Sejima, from another mother, yeah, has a brain tumor. His, both his kids. You're right, have brain problems. Brain problems. Like, what the hell? It's his fault. Two different moms. Two different, you know, like... He's the bad genetics. I didn't even think about yeah, that. You're right. Like, he's <laughs> genetically just bad and evil and just like, come on, like... And he doesn't really get a proper... Well, no, he does get arrested, doesn't he? Um, I no, I think... For him... I th- oh, they, they made him like quit being a uh, politician, a, uh, but he gets to fly out and yeah. live a good life anyway, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He did not deserve that. Yeah, he does I not mean. get the proper comeuppance. But then at the same time, you find out he's not actually as evil as you keep suspecting he is. Like, he was technically in love with Iris's biological mother, Monica. Yeah, even though they had that age difference, the the gap, and she was genuinely in love with him, which was crazy. But she was all like. Like, oh, I'm going to talk to him and tell him, you know, like, do you think that's a good idea? <laughs> like, Well, I mean, geez, technically nothing would have happened I, if it weren't for the fact that the son was yeah. a monster. Yeah, so, yeah. Mean, 
Yeah. He, he, you saw him like letting her go like, oh, you know? And then his son was just like, me. Like, yeah, it was like freaking that's exactly grown what it up sounded like that's exactly yeah. what it like. grown up chucky doll man like yeah. you know what now that i think about it this game had a way firstly it it, it liked to replay that visual of iris getting sawed in half in the yeah, one drop way too much God. it's like and then the stabbing too that's Holy the thing the stab it was the sound effects it. about it it's like yeah you can hear it happen and it's like Chunk, chunk, chunk. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, stop. I was like, oh. is this necessary? This is not necessary, game. I'm trying to save her, but please. I was like, guess what? We're and just going to loop it over and over. Chunk, chunk, chunk. It's like, oh. Yeah, oh. and then when you save the, I mean, Iris does look like a literal genetic clone of her mother, Monica. So oh, when yeah. you save Monica and you don't, you think it's Iris and then the real world, she's a quote unquote alive. When in reality, it was just you found Monica's body, not Iris. It was like such a mind fuck. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> like, the thing. Again, it's like oh the misdirection. It's the misdirection. Yeah, like, and then that's I why it was the made future it. Yeah, and that's what it made it so much easier to go along with what Iris was saying. Yep. When even though it was her her delusions because of her brain tumor. Like, it was like, well, oh, you know again, what? Like, I'm going to give a chance. It's like if you've played this guy's games and you're like, I mean, yeah, time travel, jumping across timelines. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I was why, like, is it in this game? <laughs> why not? Why not be able to jump, like, save people and the Somnium, save them in real life? Yeah. It's like, why not? I guess that's where we're going. I, yeah. <laughs> Pseudo-Illuminati. I guess that's the direction we're going. Yeah. Space Illuminati. Space, building a satellite for space thing in space. Okay, that's the direction we're going. Oh, no, no. That's not at all the direction we're going. Okay. Nope. Okay. Then it was like, oh. There was oh. still slight subtle, though. They And I guess it's because they want to give, like, a a thematic or a some kind of a reasoning for it where it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to like, we're gonna acknowledge, hmm, why do I know this information when I've never heard it before? So they will give a nod to the crossing of time element, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um. But otherwise, they don't really like. It's not really that much of a factor. This is more grounded than the yeah. Uh, I'm still like oh it, yeah. It, it had me in the first in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> like what is going on? But uh, uh, no, it is such a such a good, 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 good game. Yeah, and, I couldn't believe how great it was. I can't yeah. wait for the second one just just to see where the heck they're gonna go with it. Like, I have no idea. Like, what could it possibly? We should figure okay. out some kind of like dual stream thing somehow. Oh, yeah. We should figure out a way to stream it together or something. We've got plenty of time to. We've got plenty of time to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got to do something. That or we got to just like make opposite choices when we get to the first one and then see where each other goes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. We got to figure something out because it's just. It's, there's so, so much to comment on though. Who was it in the dream? Whose dream did we end up in um, towards the end where it was like the well and the tree and the hole and stuff like that? That was, was that the Hitomi? mother's dream. Hitomi's dream. Yeah. Yeah. So fun fact, uh, Renju's name, there's a few definitions. Connected pearls, which is a type of game in Japan. It means also a pure heart, tree, lotus, and pearl. And mm. in that dream, there was trees that you had to interact with, either shouting them or them or stick your hand in them yeah. or whatever. And uh, I believe it was a, I don't know if it was a lotus flower that also made it very prominent in that dream. So it was interesting that that um, 
those visuals came up because he was also part of, like, even though it wasn't his mind, but his name, the definition of name and what that character means came up in that. So that was a pretty cool thing that they included. I don't know if it was purposeful. I don't know if they expected people to look up the Japanese <laughs> meaning yeah. of their names, but I was like, on a whim, I was like, let me look up Dante's. Well, I mean, it's stuff that okay. it's stuff that uh, the Japanese players themselves would be able to intuit and figure out themselves. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, depending on the characters that they use, it would be much easier for them. Me, I'm still such a noob when it comes to Japanese. I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to look at every possible definition of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's the thing. I'm I'm just learning, and I'm already getting tripped up with like onyomi kunyomi readings of kanji and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm getting tripped up myself. But it's it, yeah. But that's the thing. Like that's <laughs> that's also where like it's a shame. It's like the, this is the kind of game that you really want people to be studying deep. It's like what like, like you need to do research into figuring out all the stuff that he put into this game for thematic meaning and other stuff like that. And it's a shame because it's the kind of game that's going to be ignored, especially especially where games criticism is right now. People yeah. aren't going to look at a game like this, and if they are, they're going to focus instead specifically on characters like Mama. Or yeah. boss, and whether they're a negative example of these certain certain things or not, well, and maybe also included Renju and Pewter because uh, there was such a brief um, there is a thing brief that hint. that kind of like yeah that that Pewter and Renju were together, or or Pewter was definitely in love with Renju. Pewter at least, uh, definitely. Well, he also has... His favorite, his favorite watch, Renju's watch, the one that you found, you know, with his body, um, there's was... At least, there's at least enough hint for Pewter, mm-hmm. considering if you examine the area enough, mm-hmm. you'll find magazines of a very particular nature. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has the magazine Yaoi novels, doesn't he? Or Yaoi fiction. He's got he's got boys lover Yaoi or something. Yeah, yes, he does. something like that. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, all right, all right. You know, I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge. But then also the watch that he uh, apparently yes. that Renju treasures is from him. Yes. So there could so be I don't something know if it's a friendly treasure yeah. or you know. So. Yeah. yeah, it could be a Samwise Frodo thing, or it could be a Brokeback Mountain thing. You don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so I could see those characters uh, along, like we said, Mama and uh, Boss Shizue. Uh, but it's and it's also like the 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 tone of the culture of Japan is different than what it is in the West, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't. Th- it's. It's it's hard to comment on that kind of stuff and and to yeah. discuss it. I'm of course always of the opinion, like I do not believe in what I call cultural colonialization. I believe another culture is another culture, and I like there are elements of Japanese culture I love, and then there are elements that I think I would love to see improve. Yeah, but it is I not. Agree with that. Uh, it's like I'm an American. I have no place in in, in yeah. that. Like I can observe it, but it's not my place to. And that's largely like my stance. But I feel like that's not exactly where a lot of people are in the current topic of conversation. That's where again, like this game, it's like I feel yeah. like it's one of the better games I've played in a long time. 
-hmm. but there's a lot of people I don't know if I can recommend it to because it's like, is this going to be enough to ruin the game for them? And I mean, I would hope not. Like, like you said, unfortunately for this time period that we're in, there's a lot of like raise the pitchfork immediately as opposed to kind of like, okay, well, this can't game comes from this. We should take it at the value of where it comes from. We could discuss what we can, what that we could potentially find uh, problematic. But I think maybe the first step would be just so that there's no like real big issue is, you know, just look at it in an objective way, discuss it and don't, I guess, don't. I mean, you can discuss it without forcing anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't think there's any harm in discussion. And I think when it comes to a character like Mama as well, because there's a similar, it's funny, there's a, there's a character in Akiba's Beat that might be a quote unquote more positive example. Mm -hmm. But I think in either one, if we look at a character like Mama, the game like mamas they make jokes but it's like how friends make jokes like yeah. as i said the refrigerator comma right every time he yeah. like refers to the refrigerator either as mama or as a sibling to mama but mm -hmm. it's like in the end you could tell the character of mama is loved yeah like the game does not dislike nor is mama herself a punchline no they're a and yeah, i guess it's the game is, I, I guess the writer, I, I guess um, Kotaro himself is not afraid to approach the varying reactions such a character can instill in people, especially because like Mizuki, right? Mizuki yeah. never seems to know what to make of Mama. No. But that's because well, she's, she's, yeah. she's young yeah. and she's never encountered someone like that before, right? Yeah. But she's like, at first she's uncomfortable, but she's not scared and and she seems to kind of like uh so she's figuring it out of, yeah she's exactly figuring it out you know? is the best way to put it mm -hmm. and so i think it's realistic to have that mm -hmm. sort of response in there and yeah. again it's like the 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 character's not looked down upon they're not viewed negatively and the jokes again it's like because let's face it it's like how many people are mocking date left and right like characters <laughs> joke with each other right and that's because mm -hmm. that's how people are right people joke with each other so um i think in that regard it's <laughs> so I mean, but granted again it's like th at the same time this is one area where i'm not fit to determine what is and isn't offensive either yeah i can only give my thoughts on that matter yeah but Regardless, it's like, that's the best I could say. And again, when it comes to character designs, like someone like Boss, it's like, well, for every Boss, there's a Hitomi. Or, you know, Iris is somewhere between because she's she's got her jacket and she's got what looks like a sweatshirt. And I don't think she's got anything for pants. So nope. Uh, no pants. Just so. ankle high blue socks with her shoes. So... Which... <sighs> That, that somewhere in between, and for Iris, you have Mizuki, um, and then of course you have receptionist that you can have a special oh ending God. with. <laughs> <laughs> that was the character. The, the, 
freaking Date. Date says there's a boob or something. I think he says there's a boob oh, receptionist. Oh, it's like she, there's a receptionist with very large chest. Yes. There's and a so, chest. And then if you keep clicking, there's, there's a chest. There's boobs behind a desk or something like that. There's boobs at the receptionist <laughs> like, desk. It's like, oh my goodness. Date, I thought you loved hips. Come on, man. What's further, going on? Further, oh, I mean, well, he likes it all. <laughs> He likes it. Apparently. <laughs> and what is it? Uh, Ronka? Was Ronka the... No, Ronka is a character in Macro's Frontier. Uh, Reka? I don't know. Like, the, the, the Ray, one yeah, cabaret yeah. girl. He's always, yeah, like, pining for well, Yeah, he's all like, he's like, I love Reka. And they're like, well, she she ignored you. She blocked your number. Like, get yeah, over it. Your, oh, God. He's <laughs> like, he's all like, don't tell me that. Or don't remind me. He's like, let me dream. It's like, dude, you did we never saw Reiko. We'd only ever heard their name, only but we never actually saw who was the object of his affection. I mean, do you think that uh, after Date um, went back to his body as Yagyu, uh, or number 89, Falco, uh, pursued, because he did propose to Hitomi before the whole thing happened, you know, like in the Okanomiyaki War. They kind of leave that Iris open-ended, you know? right? They kind of leave yeah. that open-ended. Where, but because, it seems like Iris is definitely planning on pursuing that. Yeah, um, he's 42 years old. Like, I think Saito's body was 30-something, 30 34. But Yagyu is 42 years old. So, I mean, even as Date, there was no chance for him to be with any, like, with, with, with Iris. I think he confused his emotional like uh, connection with her as potentially because remember he was like, "Is she gonna kiss me?" Oh, you know. Like, well, she doesn't. Eyes. She doesn't help herself. Given very oh, early on, she, she really didn't. <laughs> like, well, again, she was very on. manipulative. She's very manipulative of the situation, oh. especially, especially <laughs> again if we're, if we're considering. Uh, Japan standards of social action mm-hmm. and uh, shame and responsibility. It's uh-huh. like she she played all the cards she needed to to make him oh look like a potential God. bad guy. So it's like it was so so much. <laughs> like girl, girl, I know but, you wanted your stepdad. No, girl. no, no, no. She th- now that he's back in his normal body, there's mm-hmm. definitely then it gives you enough that he views her more daughter like. Mm-hmm. Um, his eyes well, are for well, 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 remember the end. They went to the docks, the warehouse. Close your eyes. And he's like, is she really? And he was already okay. in his Yagyu 89 body. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, it obviously wasn't what he wanted or what he thought it was. Well, it, it ended up being fun. a better surprise, let's be honest. Yeah. Because <laughs> it turned out to be Iba was still alive. Yeah, and, thank God. Oh, that she was one of the best characters. I was like, I was legit, like, tearing up, crying. I was like, how I guess, dare. I guess whatever whatever he thought was completely overridden in my mind by the absolute crazy dance. That's the oh, weird thing. God. Again, I played the game in Japanese, <laughs> but that closing song number was in English. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. It's like, wait a minute. It probably would have sounded so much better in Japanese, too. It probably would have been. Because it felt felt like most of the people were not. not, Well, part of it's because of the standards of the industry over there. It's like, in in America, it's like, you don't have to be able to sing to be a voice actor. Mm -hmm. Um, But in Japan, it's like, it's part of what makes it kind of twisted. You need to. It's Mm -hmm. better if you can sing if you're a voice actor. 
Um, so all of a sudden everyone's singing in English and you can tell most of them aren't really trained for it. And it's like, okay, but this dancing is phenomenal. And that's... Yeah, yeah. Mayumi dancing, Moma dancing, Hitomi dancing, we... Renju... Wait, oh, not Renju. Uh, wait, was it? Was it Renju? Did they have the whole cast? I, I feel like they might have had the whole cast. I feel like yeah. everyone might have been there. But they might have removed the people that die. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Just seeing eighty nine Falco Yagyu doing the yes, dance, yes, I was just yes, like yes. all of them. Like because of his face, he's got the Mama's resting bee face, dance. man. Yeah, Mama's doing the dance. Pewter's, Everybody's just Pewter's doing the dance. Boss is doing the dance. They're all doing the dance. Yeah, that was like, and the best thing, which makes you, you you should buy it, is the fact that you can learn the dance. You can learn the dance if you really wanted to. There is a after thing like in the game where you can go and choose a character as your model and learn from that character to do the dance. Have it slow and copy the movements and do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> only, I didn't do only, that. Yeah, it's like the only way I'm doing that is if it's something like you agree to, if you agree <laughs> to go to MAGFest and you and I are going to be at MAGFest doing the dance together. <laughs> I guarantee you, actually, if you go to conventions that have fan gatherings for this game, mm-hmm. you're going to have cosplayers get together. They're going to do that dance that together. Dance? Oh, my God. Um, That's amazing. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it between this and Bayonetta? Like, whenever they have a number like that, like, it breaks all reality. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, like the, the, the ending completely, it feels incredibly silly, but at the same time, I feel like when you see an ending like that, it's like, all I can feel is the, 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 the love and passion from the developers for the project shining through. Like, mm-hmm. the only reason you do something like this is if you loved what you were working on. Yeah, definitely. And they, they really, really. They really must have. And the fact, again, it's like. I hope they learned dance. The, <laughs> The 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 fact that the game's getting a sequel also suggests to me that yeah they really liked what they were working on so I'm really looking forward to now let's talk about the trailer let's finish off uh, with the trailer and the fact that yeah. you're playing as Mizuki this time clearly mm-hmm. aged older and again like mm-hmm. after having beaten the game and rewatched the trailer I'm like wait a minute she's singing the song she's singing the Irish mm-hmm. song and yeah, yeah she's, she's playing like- she's playing nine hours nine persons nine doors on like a game yeah system. and it's freaking little game handheld game system i was like she's hey. the song, and she's on top of that warehouse mm-hmm. she's still and got, she's got a, a fancy pipe yeah but it's a little fancier it's a little fancier but the most significant thing is iba is in her eyeball at least from what we look, it, I don't know if it could be like a special contact lens. I, I don't, I don't think that is a so. That's like a reach. Like it's like for me, that might be a reach. Well, the fact that Iba seems to be in her future. eye. There, this is a few yeah. years in the future, so it could be an updated uh, Iba technology. But, but she also calls Iba partner. She does, which means she is now. The that's the thing. Like, it, like to me, it's like best best case scenario is that. It's funny, I should know, isn't it? Falco, 89, I don't remember his actual Yagyu. name. Yagyu. Yagyu Hayato. He, he, he has retired and is now living as dad to mm-hmm. Iris and husband to Hitomi. Mm-hmm. And she's taken his place. That's for me. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. So did they just pluck her eye out? Did she, did she lose her eye? Like, what's going on? That's yeah, like- the question I've got in my mind. I yeah yeah, 
I can't wait. I need more information. That teaser was nothing. That was not enough information. Too many questions in that teaser. Like, yep. Actually, had you had you even heard of either Somnium Fog? Because I know you mentioned you were gifted to it. Did you say you didn't hear it? I never. I I never saw any like uh, trailers or anything that came up for advertising it. The only time that I ever heard of it was when it was gifted to me. See, the funny thing is, like, the first time I had uh, seen a trailer for it, I don't know if they showed it to you, but they were showing. The polar bear about to slice a girl in half. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is, <laughs> this is a, a game. And it's like, it made it sound like you were supposed to stop it or something like that, which you technically mm-hmm. are supposed to. But it's like, it gave a different impression. But it's like, my first impression that, was oh, like, oh, it. it's like that game about the, the, the polar bear about to slice the girl in half. Okay. I'm down for that kind of weirdness. And it's like... <laughs> I'm signing up for this. Okay. But at the same time, right. it's like, that's a weird way. It's like, you, you, especially when the main hook is you find a dead body at a Ferris wheel and a girl locked inside the Ferris wheel that turns out to be your. The, oh, yeah, the merry go round. Yep. Yeah, the merry go round. Sorry, not Ferris wheel. And yeah, that. But instead, they're going to lead off with, uh, yeah, a polar bear trying to saw a girl in half. Like, okay. Yep. Um, but no, it was. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm really excited for the sequel. I. I might not look up anything more. I might go in as blind as possible. Like there are just some things like Metroid Dread, right? Like every once in a while, Nintendo has a blog update on the game, but I'm like, nope. I'm going in blind. I want to be surprised. I saw I everything. Like, every- I mean, I went in blind with AI Somnium, and I, I was pleasantly surprised. So I'm, I'll do the same thing because I just can't wait. I need yep. to go and play. I said. I think they said quarter one or quarter two of next year, right? Somewhere in 2022, yeah. Yeah, you so know, in the beginning delayed, of the year. So. Oh. Everything's getting I mean, delayed, so who who knows? But it'll. I, I I imagine it will be 2022. It won't be 2023, but yeah, man, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward. I'm hyped. I'm ready for yeah, it now. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> My body is ready. Um, but My yeah. brain is ready. It's ready to be blown. So. If you have played the game and followed along with some of our discussion, then uh, I hope we maybe cleared up some things for you as we try to track back in our own minds. Like, okay, whose body was in what body and what time? (laughs) Whose mind was in what body, I should say. That is Uh a shame because it means basically Renju was dead from the very beginning. Yeah, which is sad. She never had a chance like for her biological father to stay. Yeah. Because yeah, even though he wasn't the best father, he wasn't abusive. He was just neglectful, which is in its own thing, yeah. abuse, but he didn't Shoko. This is the reason why and the spoiler, uh I hate Shoko is he she beat her child. She beat Mizuki. Well she didn't she just didn't know how to be a mom in the first place. Yeah. But instead of her being like, oh I need help and Renju offered to get her like counseling, she's like, I don't want counseling. Like girl Yeah. Girl it, it but that's the thing, like, and that's why I actually love when you dive into Date's mind. And mm-hmm. they, to me, that's the funny thing. It's like, to me, that's actually the best ending of the game. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm, I'll be honest, I like Mizuki better than Iris. So yeah, seeing their relationship and seeing the, like, and that's the thing, like, you have, like, the ugly Ado uh, Rabbit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the ugly I hate it. She loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the but you 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 find out that like you know how he bought it like how he had like mm-hmm. 
all the things that he worried about when it came to how she responded. And that's part of the Mm -hmm. thing that I think really speaks a lot to, and it might've been connected as well. Like why did he have those feelings towards Mizuki? Well, maybe because it was sort of a continuation of Iris and he didn't even know it himself. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why he was so much better with the, with Mizuki as opposed to Renju and Shoko. Like he had already some experience and uh, he put it forth the effort because he was busy being an assassin and a police officer and trying to be a boyfriend to Hitomi and a a while trying to get out of thing. that life. While trying to get out, yeah, of he was it, trying yeah. to. Yeah, he, he, he asked for he asked Rohan, and Rohan's like, "Sure, you did a lot for us, but kill these people first. And you're like, "No, nah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> I go. But ah, uh, no, such a good game. Um. The kind of game that I might play again, like just later down the line, just to experience it all again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and if you've never played the game and decided to listen to us anyway, well, firstly, I'm sorry you're so confused right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, we did warn you. But secondly, secondly, even if uh, you listened and you haven't played the game, hopefully this convinced you, you know what, I'm even though I know some of these things already, I'm going to go give it a try myself and see what the game's like, because it is... So it's good, and it, it is worth it, and it need, I want it to have so much more attention. Um, so, uh, I guess, um, you have any co- closing thoughts? Um, I mean, check out Chunsoft in general. Like, e- even if yeah. AI Somnium files, if that grabs your attention, you should definitely try check for the Zero Time Dilemma, as well as the Danganronpa. And again, 428 Shibuya Scramble, which that one is more of the linear type. It's that one has like almost no user interface, partially because everything is photographs. It's not anime art. It's Mm. photographs with actors and stuff. And the funny thing is it's also technically a prequel to the anime Kanan, which was made afterward. The funny thing about Kanan is that they change enough of the storyline that it doesn't feel like a rap, an actual follow-up, but it is. It's weird. I'm gonna say, but does that make it canon? But no, the the four twenty eight Shibuya Scramble is also good, and that's also Spike Chun Soft. So yeah, like a whole bunch of there. So like I, I'm basically keeping my eye on them now. Like they're now a logo that I look for. Yes. Um, even though they also do have some game, like their non-visual novel type games are a bit more of an on the iffy side, but no, they're definitely a company a logo I look for now. Um, but yeah, check out more Spike Trunesoft. Definitely check this game out. And uh, I guess for my part, that that about wraps it up. I mean, this is one of definitely one of my favorite games I played this year. And definitely on that list of like, this is why I play visual novels kind of a thing. Because this game's just really good. Yeah. Really well done. It definitely makes me think uh, past my initial bias of visual novel games and maybe to give more of them a chance now that yeah. I've tried one that's... Or tried a few of them that have been spectacular. So, yeah. Yeah. And of course, I got to make sure I start to remember the name Kotaro Uchikoshi who is the writer-director. Um, for some reason, it's like that that name just doesn't roll off the tongue like some of the others. Um, like, uh, 
Hideaki Atsuno, I believe, is a Devil May Cry guy and Dragon's Dogma guy, for example. Um, of course, now that I'm trying to remember them, like uh, Suda51, of course, is easy. Um, why am I not remembering Block Everyone, Platinum Games guy? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it, you it, know, it, it, just so you know, night. Yusuke Kozaki, which is the artist for um, AI The Somnium Files, also was the artist for uh, your game, No No More Heroes 2. Desperate Struggle Erotic Comic. Wait, Erotic Comic? What? Well, I'm sure it's called Erotic Comic because there's no more heroes. I'm uh, sure it's not actually an er- er- you know. <laughs> I would, uh, I'm going to be honest, I would not be surprised if there's some kind of like special manga that came with it. Uh, it just links to No More Heroes too. I thought No More Heroes was, you know what? It's, it would it would not surprise me if he did a bunch of the different character designs too. Yeah, but, it seems like his style, considering the the outfit choices and how things looked in uh in this game, it actually makes a lot of sense. If you think about yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll give that a look then, and I'll I'll, I'll find out about all that. But no, um, yeah, great, 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 great game, great games. And I definitely hope to have have you on for more podcasts in the future because this is a fun discussion. Um, Thank you for having me. No, no problem. No problem. It was whatsoever. fun talking about it. <laughs> but all right, that'll do it for our recording tonight, everyone. So you guys check out www.ramblepack64.com for more blog posts, episodes of the ASD podcast, links to the YouTube and the Twitch channel. And for Sonia here, twitch.tv slash Isuna, that's I-S-S-U-N-A, 87, to check out her streams and her guinea pigs and her art. Um, (laughs) She's got a whole lot of good stuff that she does. So thank you very much for listening and have a good night. (laughs) 